It's time for America Outdoors Radio, the show that covers the outdoor scene across the U.S. of A. and the entire continent. Fishing, hunting, conservation, outdoor recreation, and great destinations, we cover it all every week. It's your country, your outdoors. Let's explore it together with your host, John Cruz. Welcome to the show. The Bassmaster Classic is taking place this weekend on the Tennessee River near Knoxville, and I so wish I was there. Speaking of the Classic, I ran across an interesting article from the fishing retailer about the top baits that have won the Bassmaster Classic since it debuted in 1971. Now keep in mind, the Classic used to be a fall event as opposed to now when it's in the early spring, but with that in mind, here we go. The top baits and the number of classics they helped win include 24 classics won with deep diving crankbaits. 18 were won with competitors using plastic worms. 18 were also won by anglers fishing spinnerbaits. 15 classics were won by competitors that were pitching or flipping jigs with trailers. And six of the anglers won with soft plastic creature baits. So, if you're wondering what to tie on the next time you go fishing, you've got an idea now of what the top bass pros were casting to win that Super Bowl of fishing tournaments, the Bassmaster Classic. This week on America Outdoors Radio, we've got a great lineup of guests for you talking about a wide variety of topics. In just a minute, we're going to talk to John Strews. Not to be confused with me, John Cruz. This is John Strews. He's from Idaho Falls, Idaho. He is one of the co-owners of Craster, and they are all about selling you gear to help you catch crawfish, crayfish, mud bugs, whatever you want to call them. I call them the poor man's lobster because they taste great. And John will tell you what they've got and some of the best baits you can use out there and some of the baits that are not so very good to use as well. After that, we're going to check in with Kenneth Urbans, who actually goes by his nickname of Tiny Urbans, and he is the owner of Tiny's Hair Jigs. Tiny hand ties hair jigs for professional crappie and bass anglers, and he also will tie them for you too. And he's going to tell you a little bit about hair jigs, why they're so effective, and some of the patterns he recommends you should use this spring. After that, we'll check in with Meg Carney. She wrote a very interesting article for Field & Stream ranking the best tent brands for 2023. And we're going to pick her brain and find out what she thinks the best brands are when it comes to backpacking, when it comes to mountaineering, when it comes to hunting slash glamping, four-season tents, and more. Following that, we're going to check in again with Pat Newcomb. He is the co-owner of Newcomb Blinds. Met him at SHOT Show in 2022, and his business is booming. Not only that, he has expanded his product line when it comes to his portable ground blinds that are grab-and-go affairs that work really great for turkey hunting. And with turkey season right around the corner, we thought this was the perfect time to check in with Pat. On top of that, we've got some news about some new national monuments that have been designated in the Southwest and a record fish caught out of Lake Mille Lacs in Minnesota. And boy, oh boy, was it a challenge to haul in this fish. Put it all together, and yes, indeed, I think we've got another great show coming your way. So let's get it started with our first interview of the day. 
Next up on America Outdoors Radio, we've got audio for you recorded at the Bighorn Outdoor Adventure Show in Spokane. And one of the exhibitors came all the way from Idaho Falls to be here. Something we don't cover very often, but we probably should, because it's a really popular thing to do, is catching crawfish. And folks are doing it in the Northwest. They're doing it in Arkansas. They're doing it in Louisiana, Texas, and a whole bunch of other places, too. They call them the poor man's lobster, and they are very tasty. And we just happen to have somebody here who is all about making and selling products to help you catch crawfish. That would be Jerry Strews. He is the co-owner of Craster. And if you want to catch crawfish, this is the guy you need to talk to. Jerry, welcome to the show. Thank you. Let's start off with how you got into this company. Obviously, you must love catching crayfish. I do. Uh, It's been something my boys and I enjoyed from a time when they were very young. And a buddy of mine, Mike Burrell, who is the main owner, he's the one who got me into the company. So I've got to ask, uh, over near Idaho Falls, are you catching crawfish or crayfish, whatever you want to call them, out of American Falls Reservoir? Are you catching them out of the Snake River? Mostly we have a reservoir behind our home called Ryrie Reservoir. Also, the Snake River is a very popular place. And are these native crawfish that you're catching? Yes, we actually have an invasive species as well in the Snake River area. That invasive species is called a northern species. The signal crawfish, of which we catch the most, is, yes, a native species to the northwest. And for people who have never caught crawfish to eat, how big do they generally get? The crawfish that we keep are going to be between 4 and 12 inches long, with claws measuring between an inch and up to 4 inches long. 12-inch crawfish. I have never caught one that big. I've caught some big ones, but I've never caught anything that big. Well, let's talk about the products you have to help people catch them. You have two types of traps here. One is a box trap. Looks very similar to what you would have for a crab trap. And the other one is a cylinder-style trap. Why don't you tell me what you use both for in terms of situations? Our cylinder trap is one that's going to be used for a rocky terrain. So when I do get asked a question, which one is your best trap, and I say both, I ask, what terrain are you going to be fishing in? If it doesn't matter whether it's a river, a lake, a stream, but if it's a really rocky area, that's what the cylinder is the best for. The box trap is best for any flat surfaces within a river system, lake, or stream. Let's talk about bait. I mean, I remember back in the old days, people would actually use dog food for bait, but that's not exactly one of your recommended ones, is it? It is not. Although you can catch crawfish pretty much on any type of bait you're going to use, because Crawfish are quite plentiful and they're looking for food. We want to make things super easy. So we uh, recommend any fish scrap. That's what they're looking for in their native waters. So salmon and trout are an easy one for me to do and for most people. Now, if you're not able to go to the store and buy a whole fish tilapia, and you can go to our YouTube channel where we have a hack that shows you how to process that fish. I understand that in a pinch, herring works pretty well, too. Herring works good as well as any other oily type fish. Some other traditional ones, you know, there's chicken livers, there's, you know, canned tuna, that sort of thing. They still work, don't they? Yes, we put those in a medium range uh, bait, so they will work. Again, we just want to let people have the most success possible, and that is by having the best bait possible. So in addition to the traps, you also have, well, basically a scent that you put on the bait too. We do. Procure out of Oregon. They uh, make this attractant for us and we sell it on our website. It has increased our yields in our research 30 to 50% more. Oh, wow. That is very impressive. What is the limit for crayfish in Idaho? In Idaho, there is no limit. We have a limit on traps, which is five traps. And in our state, we do need to have a fishing license. And I guess we should mention something else you sell. Besides the scent, besides the traps themselves, you also have some buoys. 
Yes, with the buoy, we created and designed this buoy. We call it a real buoy, so you can reel your line up onto the buoy itself. We found if you have your rope inside your trap and you go to get it out, it's going to tie itself in knots. I don't tie a very good knot, but the rope likes to. <laughs> so the uh, buoy, it takes care of that for you and also works really well out on a lake. Are these found in stores or not? They are not in a store. Uh, we do have a few local stores in southeast Idaho that carry our gear. However, you can get us online at www.procraster.com. And that's spelled C-R-A-Y-S-T-E-R, procraster.com is the website. One final thing. You've had a lot of experience catching crayfish your entire life. How do you like to boil them up and eat them? Oh, it's really simple. Five to eight minutes in the boiling mix of seasoning of your favorite choice. Old Bay or, or what kind of seasoning do you prefer? Well, we actually came out recently with our own boil mix. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> right? Our favorite boil mixes that you could get in like a grocery store would be Louisiana Creole. The boil mix that we love the most is Zatarain's. Okay, that one I have definitely heard of. All right. Well, get your crayfish on, folks, and do so by going to ProCracer.com. Buy some of the really nice made-in-America quality traps that they have here. Get yourself that buoy so you save yourself some headaches in terms of the rope. And buy yourself some of the scent and maybe some spice as well. And you will be ready for all sorts of fun this fishing season. Jerry, thanks so much for sharing this with us today on Northwestern Outdoors Radio. Thank you for having me on the show. We've been telling you about Sportsman's Cove Lodge in southeast Alaska for a while now, and there's a reason. They are the only Alaska lodge we talk about in this show. It's because they're truly Alaska's best lodge. The adventure starts with a float plane ride from Ketchikan, after which you'll get the chance to experience some of the best hospitality, food, and wonderful people you'll ever meet. Wildlife is abundant, from bears and deer to eagles and whales, and let's not forget the reason you're here, the fishing. Halibut, salmon, lingcod, rockfish, true cod, and more. It's all waiting for you in abundance at Sportsman's Cove Lodge. Book your trip today at alaskasbestlodge.com. That's alaskasbestlodge.com for Sportsman's Cove Lodge. Looking to reel in the marketing opportunity of a lifetime? Then set the hook because we've got it right here. America Outdoors Radio has sponsorships available, and we offer an affordable platform to reach thousands of listeners interested in fishing, hunting, and the outdoors. Find out more by contacting host John Cruz through his website at AmericanOutdoorsRadio.com. That's AmericanOutdoorsRadio.com. But hurry, if you wait too long, this big opportunity might just get away. That's AmericanOutdoorsRadio.com. Hunt of a Lifetime is a nationwide nonprofit organization dedicated to providing hunting and fishing trips to youth 21 and under who suffer from life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. These adventures make big differences in the lives of those who participate in them, and in many cases are literally a dream come true that brings hope and therapy to their lives. Find out more, get involved, or donate today at huntofalifetime.org. That's huntofalifetime.org. Huntofalifetime.org. In today's news, I'm cooking a brisket. Let's go to Jill at my house to see how it's going. This is your house and you brought me and the crew to check on your brisket? That's correct, Jill. How's it looking? This is a Camp Chef Woodwind Wi-Fi. You know you, you can check your cook right from your phone, right? I didn't know that was an option, Jill. Well, never mind. But before you leave, can you feed the dog? What? No, no. 
When we get back, why is my check engine light on? The answer may shock me. You're back in with America Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. Our next stop is Mobile, Alabama. That's where we're catching up with Kenneth Tiny Urbans. He is the man behind Tiny's Bait and Tackle. And Tiny is all about hand-tying hair jigs for professional anglers and for anglers like you too. Tiny, welcome to the show. Thank you, John. So, Tiny, let's start off with exactly what a hair jig is for our listeners who don't know. Well, a hair jig is basically just a lit jig head. I can paint them about 15 different colors. And then what we do is we use a uh, denier thread and we tie hair or we can do synthetic hair, bucktail, calftail. Also, uh, you know, marabou feathers, hackle neck feathers, pretty much anything like that. You can tie it to that jig head. And then we add a little flash and some body chenille to it. And it's just a great attractant to uh, bass, crappie, walleye, you name it, it'll catch it. You know, Gerald Swindle, that really, really famous tournament bass angler, has said that the hair jig is the most versatile lure in your tackle box. Why is that true in your mind? I think you can present it in several different ways, which uh, makes it very versatile. You can throw it, cast a jig, and reel it in, and the fish will hit it. You can do uh, use live scope and do direct vertical drops with a hair jig, catching crappie. And you, you can just rig them in so many different ways. You don't just have to fish it one way. Here's a question for you. Your hair jigs, do they have weed guards on them or not? Most of mine do not. I have tied some recently that do have we, uh, the, the weed guard on them, and I can get them and I can tie them on request for client, but the majority of mine does not have them. All right. Well, it is springtime. Let's talk about what patterns in your mind in terms of colors, weight, that sort of thing work best for bass in the spring across the nation. Well, it's always going to depend on the part of the country because temperatures are going to vary. In the north, it gets, you know, you get in Minnesota and then up into Wisconsin and, you know, places where your water temperature is slower about getting warmer. You know, where I'm at, it's already warm and they're already starting to uh, come shallow. So most of the time in the spring for bass, I'd go chartreuse and silver. I can see that. I mean, especially... You know, you're dealing with a lot of muddy water in the spring, and that chartreuse and silver is going to stand out a lot more, isn't it? It will, but surprisingly, when you fish in muddy water, and water clarity is a big thing, when you're fishing muddy water, the darker the jig, the better. I can take a black hair jig and drop it in muddy water, and the silhouette that's going to come out with a little bit of silver flash to sparkle is going to be much greater than uh, what you would see from a light-colored jig. It's amazing you would think the lighter the color in darker water, but it's not necessarily the case. Interesting. And when it comes to weight, I'm guessing this depends on depth. So obviously shallow up, you're going to be, I'm guessing, tossing stuff as light as 16th of an ounce. Going deeper, do you make your hair jigs up to a quarter or a half ounce? I do. I do uh, all the way up to, uh, I can do all the way up to three quarter of an ounce. I head source for up to three quarters of an ounce or one ounce. Mostly, though, I go anywhere from one one hundredth of an ounce for uh, things like yellow perch, 
all the way up to, you know, uh, 116, 1 eighth, 1 quarter for crappie, and then, you know, from 1 eighth up to uh, 1 ounce for bass, depending on water depth. Let's talk a little bit about your crappie jigs. I was looking at some of those, and I'll tell you what, they brought back memories. I, I got some crappie jigs from my grandpa, you know, back in the 70s, and those crappie jigs were probably made back in the 60s and 50s, and they're very similar to the crappie jigs that you make, and they work. They really work. Why don't you tell our listeners about your crappie jigs and how they're built? Well, my crappie jigs are built on a Mustad 2X Strong black nickel hook that they pour my heads on, and I do that because that's one of the strongest hooks in the industry. And I use mostly synthetic hair because if it, hold, it holds up better. I've had guides tell me that they've caught in excess of 400 fish on one jig Wow! Uh, before they lost it or it would wear out. I don't use just a typical tie-in glue. I do all mine with a Gorilla clear-drying Gorilla glue, and I use only a 210 denier thread with uh, mostly synthetic hair and flash. Now, I do tie marabou and hackle neck feathers if that's what the customer wants. And, and that's something that's really special about you. You know, most of the time you go to a tackle shop, and it's like you choose whatever's available, and that's what you get. But in your case, a client can literally reach out and say, I want a jig with this size and this color for the jig head, this color for the hair, this color for the tail, and you will actually make it for them. Obviously, that's going to cost a little bit more than what you're going to find in the stores, isn't it? Typically, I can do a custom order pretty close to what you're going to pay retail normal for any other jig. I don't really go out of my way to charge you extra to do custom stuff. I go as far as having customers send me pictures of their favorite soft plastic, and I'll take the colors from that and emulate it into a hair jig. So, you know, I'll go as far as doing that on custom work. You know, send me a picture and I'll make you a hair jig that looks like it. Well, Tiny, I suspect we're going to send some customers your way today. I'm sure some of our listeners are going to be very interested in some of your hand-tied jigs. And folks, if you want to buy them, you can actually do so in several stores. That includes the Grizzly Jig Company in Caruthersville, Missouri. The Honey Hole Tackle Shop located in West Monroe, Louisiana. Also in Louisiana at Lake Darbone is Cooters. They carry them. The Crappie Depot in Batesville, Mississippi has them. Nana's Bait Shop located in Sardis. Mississippi, the Tackle Box in Campbellsville, Kentucky, home of the 101st Air Assault Division, and Craig's Sporting Goods in Shelbyville, Illinois, along with Valley Bait and Tackle in Cascade Lake, Idaho, where they've got some really big perch waiting for you to catch. If you don't live near any of those places, that's okay. Contact Tiny through his email address. Very simple to remember, tinysjigs at yahoo.com. That email address again, tinys, that's T-I-N-Y-S, jigs at yahoo.com, tinysjigs at yahoo.com, and have a conversation with Tiny about getting some jigs. I'm pretty sure you're going to be catching a lot more fish after you get some of these in the mail. And if you don't believe me and Tiny, well, you got to believe Gerald Swindle. He is certainly a bass angler, an angler in general who knows his business, and he has gone on the record as saying he considers the hair jig to be the most versatile lure in his entire tackle box, and that means it probably will be for you too. Tiny, thanks so much for sharing all of this with us today on America Outdoors Radio. I appreciate that, John. It's been great to talk to you. In other news, there's a new sheriff in town at Henry Repeating Arms. It's the Homesteader 9mm carbine, and this is very different from the other 
firearms that Henry Repeating Arms offers. As you know, Henry is known for their lever-action rifles, but this one is a carbine. It has a 10-round magazine, and the magazine's compatible for Glock, Sig Sauer, and Smith & Wesson, as well as M&P magazines, so whichever you choose. You can have 10 rounds in that carbine, or you can get the Henry 5-round magazine, too. This one is specifically for home defense or maybe taking care of some of the varmints you might run into out on the ranch or just planking, too. It looks great. It shoots great. It's rugged. It's reliable. Shoots straight right out of the box and, again, made right here in the USA. So if you want to check out the Homesteader 9mm carbine, just go to henryusa.com and look for an authorized dealer near you. And don't forget to ask for your free decals and catalog while you're there. Hunting and fishing are exercises in hope. Before you head into the woods, you hope to tag out on a deer you'll have to field dress. Before you make that first cast, you hope for a big fish to clean and fillet. When your hopes are realized, you'll need a sharp knife. Whether you sharpen that blade on a power sharpener in the shop or a manual sharpener in the field, WorkSharp has the tool for you. Look for WorkSharp products in sporting and stores near you or online at WorkSharpTools.com. Come explore the Dalles in Oregon for outdoors fun. Hike amongst the wildflowers, bike our riverfront trail, or visit the Gorge Discovery Center where you can enjoy a live raptor display. Or even check out our National Neon Sign Museum. But don't forget the fishing. We've got salmon, steelhead, bass, walleye, and monster-sized sturgeon waiting just for you. When the day is done, tell those tall tales at one of our wineries, breweries, or restaurants and plan your next adventure. Find out more at explorethedalles.com. You're back in with America Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. Spring is here, and that means camping season is also arriving. And that's why we've got Meg Carney on the line. She's the host of the Outdoor Minimalist podcast and the author of a new book, The Outdoor Minimalist. She also wrote a great article that you can find right now at fieldandstream.com breaking down the best tent brands on the market for 2023. Meg, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me again, John. So you tested all sorts of tents in all sorts of categories. You were looking for the best brands. What criteria did you use to rank tents when it came to this article? Yeah, so this is a little bit different than some of our other gear articles, and this is like a culmination of the brands instead of specific tents that we would recommend. And so for that type of testing, it is more so kind of like a look back to a lot of my different experiences using these brands over several years working in the outdoor industry, talking to the brands themselves and manufacturers that design the tents, as well as other verified customer testimonials, such as like colleagues that I work with that have had experience with the tent brands that maybe I wouldn't have as much information or knowledge but a large basis of this article is more so based on the values and mission, the materials that a brand uses, and kind of their transparency with customers. 
Let's talk about some of these tents, at least the tent brands that you recommend. And the first one, again, with camping season and backpacking season coming up, a lot of folks have probably got big dreams of backpacking the Pacific Crest Trail or the Appalachian Trail. Uh, Let's talk about the best tent you found for backpackers, the best tent brand. Sure. So best for backpacking, we ranked as Big Agnes, but I also would say that the best for overall, which we labeled best for camping, Nemo equipment. Those two are probably the top two contenders for really any type of camping or backpacking in general. And that has a lot to do with how long they've been on the market, the designs that they have available, and how light they are. They're not necessarily the best in terms of budget. They're going to be pretty expensive, both Big Agnes and Nemo equipment. But all of their tent styles are definitely time-tested and quality guaranteed, and they also have a lifetime warranty, which is ideal for people that are going to be using these tents frequently so they can get them repaired if necessary. And Big Agnes does a really nice job not only making their gear lightweight, but very durable. So as an example, their poles are made from aluminum, which is very lightweight. And then the materials that they use for the tent body fly and floor, they are all kind of a mix of synthetics like nylon and with a ripstop weave. I don't know if people know what that is. But it's just a really durable weave that they use, and nylon is going to be one of the most durable, affordable fabrics on the market. So that was kind of a combination of all of the things that we look for in backpacking tents, which are, if it has a good warranty and repairability, if it is lightweight, and there's several designs to choose from, and also that the materials, even though they are lightweight, that they are going to be durable, long-lasting, and weatherproof for a variety of conditions. Speaking of weatherproof, let's talk about the best four-season tent. A lot of us are fair-weather campers. I'm one of them. I tend to do my tent camping between the spring and the fall. But, you know, when it comes to late fall, and we're talking like backcountry hunters here for deer and elk, we're talking about people who might be heading towards the mountains to do some climbing, or they're just snowshoeing and camping in the winter. What's the best brand for the four-season tent? Yeah, so the one that we ranked for that is MSR gear. But then, like with the backpacking one, I would say the other comparable brand on our list is Mountain Hardware, which we ranked best for base camp, which when I'm talking about base camps, I'm talking about like mountaineering base camps. So that's typically in the winter. So that would also be a good option. But for the average camper that like maybe you're in the mountains, but you just like camping in the wintertime regardless, I think MSR gear is a great option. They also are a longstanding and top performing brand in the outdoor industry. And they have a variety of different equipment that is really high quality and all like tested super well and reliable. The tents themselves They are made from aerospace-grade materials, so they are really, really durable. The four-season tents, regardless, I would say, are going to be heavier than three-season tents just because of the weatherproofing that needs to exist. But in terms of the variety of options that the brand has, I did feel that they had a, a lot more in terms of different sizes and different designs to kind of fit all four-season tent goer needs. So that could be maybe you set up a base camp or you're going into the mountains or maybe you just want to car camp and it's colder weather than usual. You know, these four-season tents, unlike the, the lighter weight summer ones, 
they can actually handle not just weather, but I mean, a snow load. I mean, they're, they are that sturdy, aren't they? Yeah, that's why the materials are really important because they need to be able to withstand really, really high winds if there is weight sitting on them from snow. And they also, part of the reason that it might be a little bit heavier than a three-season tent is because it doesn't have as much ventilation. Because a lot of a three-season tent is made up of mesh materials, whereas this is more of the like synthetic materials that the tent body is made from. Interesting. So here's a question. I mean, again, I'm a three-season camper. And I'm used to those tents with a lot of ventilation, so that you cut down on the condensation. Doesn't that become a huge issue with these four-season tents, the condensation? Yeah, so that would be a design point that you'd have to look for on the tent, because the way that they're designed to reduce condensation is to have a small vent at the top and the bottom of the tent, and then in a couple of other areas, but they're all, you can open and close them as needed. So usually... In bad weather conditions, you just have one at the top and one at the bottom to allow some airflow through, but that way you're not really losing heat. Let's move on to what you term as the best glamping tent. We're talking luxury camping here, but something that would also work really well for folks going to elk camp. Yeah, so for best glamping, we chose White Duck Outdoors, and they have a variety of canvas tents available. They all have a lifetime warranty, and like you said, they work really well for car camping as well as overlanding and really any hunting application. Since they are a canvas tent, they're going to be larger and a lot heavier, a little bit more complicated to set up. So you'll want a vehicle to bring them to your location. But in terms of canvas tent designs, this brand also has several different designs. I think there's like four main designs that they have available, which we really like that because it allows you to kind of tailor it to your needs and it fits more people's desires when they're going outdoors. And all of their tents also use a PFC-free water repellent or like solution to waterproof or season the canvas tent, yeah. um, which is ideal because it's not toxic like a lot of the traditional water-resistant coatings that are put on tents usually. And all of their tents are also fire mold and UV resistant as well as being water resistant. So they're very durable materials. And even though they are larger, they are relatively easy to set up. So that's also a plus when it comes to a canvas tent, that it's not overly complicated and most average campers would be able to figure it out. Well, there you go. There's just a few of the best tent brands for 2023. We didn't even get to even half of them. So if you want to check them out yourself, go to fieldandstream.com. The website, again, fieldandstream.com. You know, it is that iconic magazine that is now available in digital format. Check out Meg Carney's article about the best tent brands for 2023 for all sorts of different categories. And while you're on the web, go to Meg's website, theoutdoorminimalist.com. And check out her podcast, get details about her book, and a whole lot more. Meg, always appreciate time with you on America Outdoors Radio. Thanks for having me. This portion of the show was brought to you by our friends at WorkSharp. They're the fine folks out of Ashland, Oregon, who make knife and tool sharpeners that you can use, whether you're hunting or fishing or camping or maybe in your shop, maybe in your kitchen for all of the knives and tools you need sharpened every day when you work and play. WorkSharp tools can be found online at WorkSharpTools.com or 
You can find them in sporting goods stores and hardware stores all over our great nation. Just look for WorkSharp products to sharpen your knives and your tools because nothing is worse than trying to get the job done right with a dull blade. This is the time of year to get out and cook out. So make your next meal sizzle with Camp Chef, the brand known for quality outdoor cooking. From camp stoves to cast iron, from smokers to grills, Camp Chef will change the way you cook outdoors. To eat like a king on your next adventure, go to CampChef.com or visit your local sporting goods store and get cooking. Whether you're serving breakfast in the backcountry or barbecue on the back patio, savor the simplicity with Camp Chef. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Hunt of a Lifetime is a nationwide nonprofit organization dedicated to providing hunting and fishing trips to youth 21 and under who suffer from life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. These adventures make big differences in the lives of those who participate in them, and in many cases are literally a dream come true that brings hope and therapy to their lives. Find out more, get involved, or donate today at huntofalifetime.org. That's huntofalifetime.org. Huntofalifetime.org. We've been telling you about Sportsman's Cove Lodge in Southeast Alaska for a while now. They're truly Alaska's best lodge. Wildlife is abundant from bears and deer to eagles and whales. And let's not forget the reason you're here, the fishing, halibut, salmon, lingcod, rockfish, true cod, and more. It's all waiting for you in abundance at Sportsman's Cove Lodge. Book your trip today at alaskasbestlodge.com. That's alaskasbestlodge.com for Sportsman's Cove Lodge. Ready to step up to a quality-built rifle or shotgun that's a true classic? Check out Henry Repeating Arms, American-made. There's over 200 models to choose from in a variety of finishes and calibers for hunters and target shooters. Many of these are lever-action models with a look right out of the Old West. Don't be deceived, though. Henry Repeating Arms are modern, rugged, accurate, reliable, and have a lifetime guarantee. Find out more and order a free catalog today at HenryUSA.com. That's HenryUSA.com. Attention, small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee through the Employee Retention Credit. Call Omega Accounting Solutions to see if your business is eligible to recover payroll tax pay during the pandemic. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute consultation to determine your qualifications. Call Omega Accounting Solutions at 800-309-ERC. Omega's knowledgeable staff will streamline the process of filing complicated paperwork. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. CPAs even turn to Omega for ERC guidance. Take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit before it's too late. The three-year sunset deadline is setting soon. So find out if you qualify today. Call 800-309-ERC. That's 800-309-ERC. Or visit OmegaTaxCredits.com. Nothing. 
Next up on America Outdoors Radio, we've got Pat Newcomb on the line. He and his wife, Robin, are the duo from Asheville, North Carolina, that are behind a a pretty new company called Newcomb Blinds. They're grab-and-go camouflage blinds that will come in really handy for this turkey season. Pat, great to have you on the air again. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to be back. So when we first met... It was SHOT Show. It was out at the range. 2022, you had this brand new company, and you were rolling out these really lightweight, three-pound grab-and-go blinds. How has business been since then? You know, it's been great. we uh very blessed. Couldn't ask for a better first year. Right out the gate last year, one of the first shows we were at actually selling the blinds a couple weeks after I met you was the NWTF show. And we had a great response at that show. And even at that show, we actually ended up having Mossy Oak come up to us because they loved the product so much and said, hey, we need Mossy Oak fabric on your blinds. So as I know, we're going to talk about some new stuff we've got later on, but that was one of the big ones. Just all last year, just the, the market took it great. And people were loving them and buying them and calling us back and telling us how much they appreciate the product and how well they're made. And It's fun to hear people's stories now once they've been out and they're getting to use them. Well, I, I think you're really filling a niche with this product, especially for turkey hunters who need a lightweight, portable ground blind. Why don't you go ahead and describe for our listeners who didn't catch it the first time around what your blinds look like and how they work. Yeah, so basically as a vision, if you picture a teepee, like a full teepee, and cut it from the top to the bottom, that's what you have out in front of us. We, we have a screen out in front of us. as a two-panel triangular-shaped blind. And like I said, it's a screen out in front of you. So it's, it's meant to protect the movement between you and the animal, but you're not in full concealment. So it allows you to still be mobile out in the woods, allows you to still be out there with the elements, look at the sky, everything else. And you can do a one-pole breakdown, roll it up, and literally be on the go within five seconds. And it takes just a few seconds to set up. And folks, if you go to the, the website, NukemHunting.com, that's N-U-K-E-M Hunting.com, you'll find a video there and you'll see this sets up in just seconds and it takes down even faster if you need to run and gun and go somewhere else to chase after those turkeys. Now, let's talk about the fact that you've actually got two holes in the blind and that's kind of rare too. I mean, there's other ground blinds but most of them don't have the holes built in for the shotguns. Yeah, so what we did is... There's a lot of different blinds out there. Ours comes to a point at the top, like I said, it's a triangle. And in that point, you've got two shooting ports, windows per se. And it's also, our blind is adjustable, so you can adjust the height of those windows based on the width of the blind. So with our standard blind, you can put a five-year-old kid or a six-five man behind the same blind because you can adjust the height of it. And yes, you've got two windows you can shoot through. But with the way the blind is shaped and you're sitting back from it, You're not only going to shoot through those windows, but you're also going to shoot off the sides. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Now, the original camo that you had was True Timber, as I recall, but like you said, it now comes in Mossy Oak as well. Is that right? Yeah, so we've got two different patterns. We've got in True Timber, we've got HTC Green Strata. And then with the addition this year, we added Mossy Oak, Obsession, and Bottomland. So pretty much covering any terrain you need to for a turkey hunter, whether you're hunting out east or out west, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, it it really is because both the companies, we took their top patterns. So with each company, we've got their what they call their green patterns. And then with each company, we've got their brown pattern. So 
it's really up to the hunter which one they want to pick. They all perform great. It's the top two selling patterns for both reputable companies. And I really like the fact how lightweight this is. Again, only three pounds, comes in a carrying case. It's just perfect if you're a turkey hunter who needs to go ahead and have A, concealment, and B, the ability to see and shoot at the same time. Now, are you just offering your blinds online still, or are they also found in some retail stores at this point? So we are in some retail stores, a lot of small uh, mom-and-pop archery shops. Our biggest store that we're in right now is actually an online store. We just just launched on uh, Optics Planet, so we're pretty excited about that. But for the most part, you're going to find them on our website. And that website, again, folks, is NukemHunting.com, N-U-K-E-M Hunting.com. What do your blinds retail for? So before we go there, we also launched another size this year. Our standard blind, which we call the regular, the regular size blind is made for sitting on the ground to like your low profile seat. So if you're sitting six, eight inches off the ground or lower. Well, the market spoke to us last year and we listened. There's a lot of people that don't sit that low. They said, hey, we need something if we're going to sit up a little higher in a chair or something. So we came out with an XL blind this year, along with color additions. It's one foot taller, one foot wider. It will spread all the way down to the ground. I just tell people it's not ideal for that because it's a wider footprint. So it's ideal if you sit higher up. But the XL's MSRP is 130 and the standard regular size is 110 All right. Well, it's a great investment if you're after some turkeys, folks. Again, lightweight, very portable. comes in two sizes that are going to work for however you hunt your turkeys in terms of how you're sitting on the ground or off the ground. And again, this is a family-run and family-owned business, and and I always love supporting institutions like this. The website, again, NukemHunting.com for Nukem Grab-and-Go Hunting Blinds. If you don't have a blind or if you need a new blind for turkey hunting this year, now is the time to order. Go to NukemHunting.com, order yours today, and have more success this turkey season. Pat, congratulations on the continued growth. Look forward to talking to you again soon. I sure appreciate it. I just want to let all the listeners know we will put a uh, code up. It'll go live right now. We're going to make it Nukem free. So if you want free shipping on that for listening to us today, go ahead and get on there and get free shipping. That is a great deal, folks. Nukem free. Again, Nukem free. Go ahead and put that code in there. You will get free shipping on your order just for being a listener of America Outdoors Radio. Thanks again, Pat. Hey, thanks for having us. And just remember, don't just hunt them. Nukem. Nice. From backcountry hunters and anglers, we learn valuable wildlife habitat and important cultural lands are going to be permanently conserved following the Biden administration's designation this week of the Avi Kwa Ami National Monument in Southern Nevada and Kastner Range National Monument in West Texas. And my apologies if I mispronounce the former, but the Avi Kwa Ami National Monument spans more than 500,000 acres of federal public lands that will continue to be managed by the Bureau of Land Management. Hunting and existing public access opportunities will be maintained, and the proclamation requires representatives from the hunting community to be on a monument advisory committee. The Castor Range National Monument is located on Fort Bliss in Texas, and it comprises 6,672 acres of the historic testing and training site for the U.S. Army. Lantani, the president and CEO of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers and a frequent guest of our show, says, Today we celebrate the long-term conservation of public lands in the American Southwest. The Avi Kwa Ami region and Castor Range have historically 
played an important role in providing habitat to a range of wildlife, in addition to being culturally significant to indigenous communities and hunter opportunity. Definitely good news if you enjoy recreating on our public lands. Finally, let's talk about some really big fish. It's record fish time. From the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources and the Outdoor News Daily, we learn an angler caught and released a 46 and a quarter inch long northern pike on Lake Malax that the Minnesota DNR certified as a tie with the current catch and release state record for northern pike. Brad Leela of Hudson, Wisconsin, caught and released the fish on January 22nd. In his words, I set the hook as the line was quickly peeling out. Immediately, I knew it was a very large fish because it peeled out a drag and there was no stopping it. After about 10 minutes of fighting the fish, I knew that it might take more than me to land it. Leela hollered and waved for help and two nearby anglers came to his aid. Leela tried to get the fish to turn its head to come up the hole in the ice, but the fish was large and slush under the ice really complicated this endeavor. An additional challenge was that my braided line would groove the bottom of the ice and when my knot connecting the fluorocarbon leader would meet the ice bottom, it would get stuck. I'd have to put my rod down into the hole to free up my line and then my line guides would freeze. Talk about problems upon problems, but after 30 minutes, Lilo was able to get the fish through the ice and get quick measurements before releasing it back into the water. Leela said it was so satisfying to see her swim away. He also said, I am so appreciative of the state of Minnesota for supporting a catch and release record fish program. It's great to know that she's out there passing along those incredible genes and that someone else may have a chance of landing her someday. Way to go, Brad. That's one heck of a pike, and I'm proud of you for letting her go. On that note, it's time to wrap things up for the week. But here's hoping that you get out there for a little bit of fishing. Turkey hunting season is just around the corner. And if you haven't sighted in your shotgun, this might be a good weekend to do that or at least scout out where those gobblers are and knock on some doors and get permission to hunt some private lands if that's where you find them. A lot of birds are migrating north, which means it's a great time for wildlife watching too. So whatever you decide to do, do remember this. It is your country and you're outdoors, so get out there and enjoy it. (laughs) 